0: Hey everybody, welcome to Roosters on Olentangy River Road in beautiful Columbus, Ohio. This is Letterman Live, brought to you by our good friends at Roosters. It's a fun, casual joint. Actually, I don't know how fun or casual it's going to be today Hmm. after just an absolutely bizarre week in college football and a crazier weekend once the presidents got involved. Um, Everybody knows where we stand on this right now. Uh, It's a fluid situation, but this thing is trending towards a full cancellation in the Big Ten, which is uh, devastating. And hard to wrap your mind around, especially because they haven't even tried to play any games yet. Mm. Uh, I'm Austin Ward. That's Michael Bennett back with us again. Schleg's the, over there in the middle, Anthony Schlegel, the difference, and my man Doug Worthington on the end. I guess I, I could probably just turn it over to Mr. Mac and Cheese Bites, and he might fill the entire show for the next 40 <laughs> minutes. But he's fueling up on the Italian sub right now. Uh, it I, is I talk,
1: amazing, by the way. <laughs> this.
2: All right. Don't go me first. I got it. Come on, I got you. I'm gonna pass it back.
0: It's crazy, right? Okay, so I can. I'm just going to say this off the top. It's a hard decision. Mike. Mike Bennett said this a number of times. He understands how tough it is. He's going to talk about that during this show. Mm. Uh, there, there are hundreds of Big Ten athletes that have their seasons potentially being ripped away. There are thousands of businesses uh, in college co- communities that are about to probably go under, and there's hundreds of millions of dollars up. I get it. This is right. a huge decision. Where I have a hard time with is that they don't even try. Mm. Uh, You let them open training camp last week. You put out a schedule on Wednesday. um, And then five days later, the president say, you know what? Let's let's stop. Let's just pull it out entirely. That I have a hard time with. The hardest thing I have a hard getting there with is if they decided to cancel on Sunday night and then told the players to go take a COVID test at 530 in the morning, go through a practice. That's just cruel and unusual punishment Mm. right there mentally physically all of it it's bad well said. i just don't i don't i can understand if the end result at some point was going to be cancellation right the rest of it i struggle to get there
2: um it's tough um we're, we're dealing with different times you look at you know back in march when they pulled the plug on the ncaa tournament you know n- nobody knew you know what we were going to face when it comes down to this fall and just all the decisions that they have to make uh, mike said it alluded to it earlier, like. I don't want to have those jobs. My guy right here is all about the contingency plans. <laughs> but, you know, they're just kind of shooting in the dark, you know, trying to figure out, you know, what the, what the, the media is going to kind of, you know, boost up Farris' ratings and what they're going to talk about. Uh, they don't know what they want to do. They, they, they don't have any idea. They don't want to put these kids at risk, but they need a football season to happen. So the powers that being are, are trying to crack some whips and make some sense of things and just put the temperature out there. Like, hey, we're not going to have a season. How do you feel? What are you going to say? Where's the chaos is going to come in? You see players say, we want to play. We see the hashtags. Um, it, is, it is one of those things where we're going to hear about it all day and for the rest of the week until the verdict comes out. And I think even when the verdict comes out, we're going to still get a lot of backlash both ways.
0: Mike, you know, I, I, every single Ohio State player that I've talked to, everyone that is on social media, the coaching staff, Gene Smith, all of those people have been, made it very clear that Ohio State wants to play. And they're accept, they've, they've been willing to accept the risks for a long time. But their, their voices don't seem to be the determining factor here. Presidents are going to be the ones that control the purse strings, and they're saying no. That's going to be really hard for these players to accept because of what they're willing to do to play.
3: Yeah, definitely. I, I think this is such a convoluted problem right now that it's hard to just point to. Big word. Is it a, oh, hey, that's a $5 <laughs> word. Is, it, is Well, it he, did, just, just get, he did get that degree over the weekend. that that's degree. <laughs> it comes with the words. Yeah. Right? Um, it, it, it's hard to figure out, you know, are they making these decisions based on the money? Are they right. making these decisions based on spectator health? Are they making these decisions based on player health? If it's player health, I don't believe you because it's never really been about player health. Right. Um, and, you know, I think it's important to take into account ways to keep players healthy. And if they get the, the virus, then to keep them healthy and keep them separated from other people and mitigate those problems. But, Just to say we're doing this for the players, the players are like, well, I risk breaking a bone or tearing a muscle or being paralyzed or whatever, every day. Every game, yep. And as a peak athlete, COVID's not going to hit you the same way it hits someone in their 80s or something like that. So I think it's important to try to figure out, all right, why are these presidents, what, what are they doing? Are they looking out for smaller schools? Are they looking out for whatever it is? Because it sounds like they were able to get the spectators and make it so that nobody's in... Gonna get uh, hurt or sick from watching the yep. games, and the players all want to play, and they understand the risk. You accept a certain amount of risk playing football, anyways. Yeah, so, a huge amount, a huge amount. So, w- what is our real problem? Because if it's just the money, then yeah, you you know we have some problems with that. That's not okay because right. these guys a lot a lot is on the line yeah. to play these seasons. Whether it's your NFL career, you could argue the scholarships. If they're not playing football, your footballs or your scholarship is for playing football. Yeah, so nice. there's a lot that goes into that. I don't understand why, especially the bigger schools, can't find ways to play. Schlegs? Okay. Okay. It's tapping you in, man. I'm
0: just okay. gonna ding, ding,
1: First ding. off, was was our uh, new president that starts on September 1st, <clears throat> right? It Was she on the call? She was on the call on Sunday. She was not on the call on Saturday. And she got a vote? She got a vote. Not knowing the situation of Ohio State, not talking with Gene Smith, not talking with I, – I, again, I don't know. Right. Because the fact that they were like, oh, we're going to update her later. Like, just so, just like a a little snapshot into Business 101 and being a leader. Right. If I'm the, Future president of Ohio State, one, I want my chief operating officer on that call. I want to be on the call because I want to test my chief operating officer if they're going to ask the right questions and have the best interest of the Ohio State University in that conference call. Yeah. So I'm checking out my chief operating officer. Plus, I want to know, guess what? When Mickey Moratti took the job at Ohio State, when Urban got the job, right? his start date was January 2nd. Guess who was in the building in December that I was trying to interview with right? to get a job and doing stuff for? Mickey Mirati. So at high level athletics and academics it just doesn't start on september 1 so anybody that's out there that thinks that way because you're corporate guess what that's why corporate sticks okay (laughs) just so you know right so people that have a high gsf we've already started before the start date okay so that's my one question so now she's does she know the numbers of ohio state and i'm gonna give you a little thing that actually jimmy harbaugh did even though he should be taking his cleats off when he goes into recruits house How about how
0: crazy it is that we're at a point on this show yeah where jim harbaugh is a voice of reason
1: but he said this (laughs) <laughs> I'm not going to mention their name, but the football program has had 11 positive tests man. out of 893 administered, right? We've had two positive tests of the last 417, and then of the last 353, they've had zero positive tests. And they're doing the protocols, and it goes on from there, but then you hear about what our our kids are doing, our student-athletes right. are doing at Ohio State, and they not only them, but their parents, right, feel safe Because why? There's trust. There's relationship. They understand that Gene Smith, Ryan Day, all the staff, all the medical staff are putting them in the absolute best case scenario, safest environment possible to go out and do their craft. Right. Fair enough. I'll give you another example. We had a a student who was an intern um, at Ohio State in 2011 that passed away, had a pre-existing heart condition. We're playing basketball as a strength task. A strength staff, he collapsed in the woody haze. Right within one minute, we had our head trainers, an AED, and the and the uh, paramedics on the line. We had people at the gate opening up. Again, that was an unforeseeable thing, but the place that it happened was the absolute best best place for potential survival that he could have been in. Yeah, and that's what we're talking about here. Right. Well, then I've I've heard other things on Twitter about what about the coaches? What about all the essential workers that are of that age that understand the risks that are still going and doing their job? Mm -hmm. Right. So, again, then I I look at this and I I think it all goes back. Are we going to live in fear? Right. Or are we going to live in hope? And that's the difference. People want to incite fear in you. Right. That's doubt, that anxiety, that's hesitation. That's what these leaders have. They hesitate because they are fearful of the you know the backlash of what they do nobody in college football wants to be a first mover and it should have started with the ncaa Mm. they had an opportunity to get everybody back in march just like everybody in our society did and say hey steph it's shut down right what are we going to do as a family you're zooming i'm working i'm like who's going to do the kids school Right? Yeah. Where do we want to stay? Do we want to go back to Texas because they hadn't shut down Texas yet at this time? Do we want to go back down there and be with family because you can do everything remotely? At least they're with their family. Like these are conversations that you have right from the onslaught. Yeah. Right. The whole liability issue could have been something that they could address a long time. It's called seeing things through a different prism, a different lens. Well, if you're an entrepreneur or you're an inventor, like you know exactly what I'm talking about. But again, these people don't because again, their paychecks guaranteed. Yeah. Just like these kids, there's not. Yeah. So you got suits making decisions for people that want to play. It's absolutely ridiculous.
0: Well, I think, and Mike brought up this point. I'm gonna keep eating these mac and cheese. Like, yeah, if get, you guys
1: notice, I got two more. Two more. Because it's a bumpy type. It's, this day. is gonna be a dance. It's big a day. mac and cheese type dance.
0: And and Mike brought up this point, and you guys have all talked about this before. You all played the game at Ohio State and beyond. You know the risk that you were taking, El Schlag's That was a big appeal for you to even play the game. Uh,
1: I love hitting people, right. but I bring on all the risk that is
0: associated with me hitting people. But I think you know, it's it's hard in my mind to get there with. Did these presidents just now realize that football is a dangerous game? Right, like it's always been that way. And honestly, I don't. This isn't a political statement or anything, but. Being paralyzed is worse than getting COVID. For sure. That happens in football. Right. They haven't – at no point in the history of Ohio State, Big Ten, NCAA football have I heard, at least recently, you know what? We should stop sponsoring football because these kids might get paralyzed. Mm. When was the last time you heard somebody say that? Never going to happen. I don't – they make too much money. It's too much of an opportunity. The guys like playing. It's important to schools to to function, to have that. If you don't have college football down the street here – what really makes Ohio State – you guys have valuable degrees. I right, get that. For sure. Well, what makes it different than Kent State or Miami of Ohio? How are you going to get kids in the door? Well, it's because you're advertising one of the coolest experiences athletically that gives you this cachet around the, around the globe, right. that Blocko brand. That doesn't come because people know that the James is a great cancer research institute.
1: <laughs> right. I I'm not, I, don't mean, I don't mean to make light no, of that because it real. is.
0: But that's the fact of the matter. Are you going to take that away? I, you better have a plan for bringing it back because you know you hear the players to Roger Mitchells out there saying, well, let's go play in the SEC. I don't think that that's a legitimate option for anybody involved. Like, but that's they want to play football. They will do anything to do it. And that's the that's the craziest part. The risk is always, always, always
2: going to be there. Mm-hmm. This this is kind of like inflation right now. Like we're, we're seeing something in the market to happen that is never going to probably happen and occur again. Um, we might we said it a couple weeks ago when Michael here, we might not have football. I was a, we might not have football. So right. when we see that and see what it does to a city, see what it does to a university, and then we double back with all these kids realizing how much money's been pulled out, then it's like you know you you gonna hate it. But hey, you know we're worth such and such to the whole campus into the whole you know retail industry okay. and the whole Columbus Ohio owes us such and such. Yeah. So when it comes down to what we're seeing and how you know I mean the, the world kind of cleanses itself it fixes itself. This is something amazing that's happening at a time that in my lifetime it, it's crazy. So to, to see the the game of sports which is All of America now, like, baseball's cool, but we know when it comes down to the fall what people are really watching. So now Saturdays are at stake, Sundays are at stake. Like, people are... Going crazy, and rightfully so. So these kids are, are really, this, is, like, like Slego said, is, is getting a business one-on-one. And they're seeing how they're the assets. So when it comes down to the, the drawing tables and what's going on uh, you know, after all this madness happens, they're going to have a lot more power. It's going to be a lot more conversation of what, what type of money we're going to get to get back on the field, yeah. what type of insurance are we going to get to get back on this field. And like, it's a process that's kind of like just making its own self you know, work. And the NCAA can't stop the, the, what's going on right now. It's yeah.
1: called self-correct, right? Yeah. Self-correcting itself, and I tell you what, this is again. You go back to mitigating this. Like, what the heck do these people do? I'm talking about NCAA and conferences with their time, right? Can can we get a freaking All whiteboard right. and say, "Hey, listen, we're going to do this image and likeness deal in 2021." That that, yeah. that was the start date. What well, What are you doing during your time? Mm. Why can't you expedite that, right? I'd rather have a good plan executed violently than a great plan executed in a week. That's patent. But honestly, that's all business and that's all life, right? Like, you go execute as hard and violently as you possibly can, then you adapt, right? Poof David Copperfield, right? Because you got to learn on the fly. But my my biggest thing is that the lack of leadership from the NCAA, the lack of communication, and again, we see it politically, of eliminating the agenda, right? And in the case of college football, for the student-athlete, in this perspective, and again, I go back to the real numbers, not the fear, right, that everybody wants, right, but the real numbers. Earlier at Ohio State, there were some positive tests. It's been mitigated. Zero tests, or zero, zero um, yep. positives, right? You go look at how the NHL operating in a bubble, right? But the Marlins, yeah, they got it, but they're still returning to play. Games were postponed. That's why you had a flexible schedule. Right. So again, as we evolve, I just saying no for the sake of no doesn't doesn't make any type of sense to me. Yeah. And it goes to a lack of leadership. And we could be we could be the the flag bearer. I you know unfortunately bring where's Gordon? Bring Gee. Gee would have said one hundred percent. He said he was going to suit up for WVU. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like let's go. <laughs> so
3: I'm convinced it doesn't have anything to do with anything other than money. Right. And because you talk about the contingency plans like we we said it they figured out how to keep spectators safe it's not about players being safe players are always a little unsafe and yep. players are okay with that so it only has to do with money and if they can't come up with a contingency plan to be able to pay for football without doing whatever they got to do then that's it, it's gonna separate and the NCAA really I think you know they they had a hard time with this yeah. this is gonna I think it spells the end of the NCAA pretty soon it shows. You know where their their problems are, the lack of leadership. And if you've got these schools who demonstrate that we can do this, push comes to shove, we can solve these problems, we can get our guys out there, our guys are trying to go to the NFL, our guys are trying to bring in millions of people watching football. If we can still do that, then why are we listening to what the NCAA has to say about whether we're allowed to or not? Mm -hmm. And it all kind of boils down to what these smaller schools can afford to do. And I think that's really – the tough part like do you just kind of say you know that's tough luck if you don't have the money for football then
0: you know go bucks, go bucks. It, and that's it, we brought
1: you <laughs> that's brought what that you up say. <laughs> poof david man. And you,
0: you brought that up a couple of weeks ago mike with you know the, the power five breaking away and I, I believe that that number is much smaller it's 15 or 20 yeah universities that are really committed and capable of playing the sport at that level yeah. okay and if that's the case then that's probably where this is heading at this breaking point because mm. it's not going to be this year again with everybody saying they can just go join the Big Twelve or the SEC, they can't do that, especially if the president is voting a no on playing. That's the one who's That's controls. the issue right now. That is the, that, issue, the, for the, Ohio State. the issue for Ohio State. I can't underline that enough. It Gene Smith, Ryan Day, every football player on the team, they all want to play. But you have government officials <laughs> and you have school presidents and then you have Gene Smith. Really? That's the way it works. You don't they don't get to trump it. If Gene Smith was the owner of the team, like Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, well then hell yeah, I'll go play Alabama, I'll go play Georgia, if they can play, which I'm not certain that that's going to be the case, but it's that then we're getting into the real crux of this situation. The reason that there's not a bubble, the reason that name, image, and likeness isn't in place yet, because they keep trying to protect this amateur, this ideal of amateurism, which doesn't exist for these players, because now we all know that you bring in 200 million dollars a year at one mm. school and that the NCAA basketball tournament is a billion dollar television contract. Right. We all know
3: that now. Right. Facts. So, that's the issue. <laughs> yeah. So, I, yeah. I mentioned it right. I mentioned it off camera, but there I mean, everybody knows there's a ridiculous amount of inequality in the talent from one team to another in college yes, football. Right. For sure. Like you said there's there's a good 15 20 Sorry, Rutgers. Teams. Yeah, it, It's the truth. It's a, there's a good 15 20 teams where you choose that team to go to that school Specifically, because it gives you a better opportunity to reach the NFL than other schools. Right. I know there's a reason better talent goes to Ohio State over Northwestern. It's not because the Ohio State education is necessarily better. It's because you have a better chance of going to the league if you excel at Ohio State than if you excel at Northwestern. Mm-hmm. So to tell these guys that you're on the same playing field, we're not playing for the same things. Right? I, I, you know, I didn't go to Ohio State to play for the same thing that someone went to for Ball State. Once again, <laughs> no offense to Ball State, but. <laughs> I, you, it, I Mike, it, we use Rutgers as the example. Okay, of the Rutgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Screw Rutgers. No, <laughs> I think uh, I think it's inevitable that these players that go to these specific schools. To go to the NFL and to make millions of dollars, to do chase that dream, that they are gonna have to be put up against other talent consistently, yeah. that is trying to do the same things. And those other schools, they can keep their football programs just like they keep their, you know, rifling programs and swimming programs that aren't making them much money. And they can, you can go to those schools and have fun and chase those championships. But if you want to go to the NFL, you need to have this separate league that is. It's already been created. Right. It's already there. <laughs> it's just split up. So it, I, I mean, it's gonna take some creative whatever yeah. to put that together, but it's it's already it's already there. So if, if people go into Ohio State, you can keep that amateurism for those smaller schools, for sure. Rutgers and and Maryland. But if you're going to Ohio State, you can get paid off your likeness. You can you don't you aren't given a second full time job with academics when you're chasing this dream of football. There's, there's there are ways to do this, and the NCAA is terrified of that because if Ooh. they lose out on those big money schools.
2: So, what Mike, are going to do? I'm going to school just for football. I'm not even going to classes like that. So we, we're running into like, almost like Europe, how they have those soccer programs. Exactly. It's been it done. Down to, yeah, it, it's been done. I I like it. It's scary. I don't it's know scary. what it looks like, right? <laughs> I remember being a, a senior having to go down to the uh, to the Buckeye Corner and, and buy my aunt's jerseys because they was in a store. Mm-hmm. So the amateurisms and the way that they make money off of our likeness has been there. I mean, I think we've all got to check from the NCAA video games. So – it's a beautiful realization that we're kind of upholding. Like, we know that these kids are valuable. We know what Ohio State means to the landscape of Columbus and college football. Now they're going to have to, you know, men lie, women lie, numbers don't. Now they're going to have to get some of them numbers out, and we're going to see what it takes them.
1: Well, yeah, we got the Madden check.
2: Madden we, ne- check. we
1: never got the NCAA ones. We should have got one. Uh, oh man, I, Schlegs. I, I, you yeah, missed that. Oh, Bannon whatever. settlement. Yeah, I never got one. <laughs> They didn't have my address. That's probably you know. yeah. uh, <laughs> checks in the mail, Schlegs. All right. Here we go. All right. You know, when I, when, I, when as you guys were talking, I just I just started thinking about I like the smaller league. I think it could be potentially and you were talking fifteen to twenty, it could be twenty eight, almost like another NFL, right? Sure. And and again, like we've already talked about it. in the state of Ohio, you got division one through seven, right? You could do the same thing. Like if you're a state champion at Division One. Guess what? There's a Division Two, and get, when they, they have a ring, too. Mm-hmm. They're state champion, mm-hmm. right? So you can have multiple layers of that. We already currently have it, but let's just find the ones that want to go play. Here's the level which they want to play at, right? And now the biggest question in that regards will be when are the TV contracts up or when they can be renegotiated, yeah. right? And then it's like how do they get out of their whatever with the Big Ten, right? right. Their, their, I don't know, their agreement to, that mm-hmm. we're going to form this conference. But, again, that goes back to the president. And do they want to? Do they want to say, "Hey, we're going to cut ties with this norm, right?" And go into something of which is unprecedented? Well, guess what? That's how you make money. That's, That's how you, money. you create a business. That's how you generate, Devolve. you know, wealth and for for everybody. And then you can say, "Hey, listen, you know what? Hey, guys, here's a great model." You know, again, if you go to school or or not, like I'm neither here nor there. I'm super happy that I had my undergraduate. But mm-hmm. as the way our our world has changed. Like even an undergrad isn't really enough anymore. Right. It's almost like you have to have a graduate degree. Right. right. I mean, that's real talk. Yeah. Right. So it's like, if that's not the case then I'm going, but then can I come back and get it once I've tried to fulfill my thing? Those are all the things that are in there. But at the end of the day, it's definitely leading us toward this, you know, new power conference that is going to be basically that feeder to the NFL. Yeah. And it's going to, it's going to be the has and the have nots. And who wants to get on board now? The, I, I just Keep going, go, man,
3: do it. The hardest part is admitting that these student athletes are Employees. treated like professional athletes, along with academic responsibilities. Yeah. So, especially at those bigger schools, and we're seeing this pushback from the president because if the president admits that these student athletes are being held to this standard of of athletic success, or they're being held to this standard of You know, you can get paid off your likeness, that changes the game. game. So they have to stay in their lane. They have, like, if she had voted to have Ohio State play football, then that kind of would have said, yo, we think Ohio State is stronger than this. And that would have started a whole separate conversation. Now, why Iowa and Nebraska voted beats me. You know, I'm with them, (laughs) but it beats me. But it just.
1: But they got nothing to lose. Right, they Dude, got everything Iowa, to gain? Yeah, yeah, they got definitely. everything to gain, right? I mean, if you think about it, I mean, you're in the middle of, of you know, Iowa, Iowa, right? Ames, Iowa, right? You're in Lincoln, Nebraska. What else is there? Of course they're going to want to stay because that's that's the engine of their entire population, right? Well and said. a lot of people from Iowa wants to go there. I mean, Columbus is that for us. We will we will sustain because we can, we can get there. But, hey, you know what? Iowa wanted to play. Hashtag l- let us play. Well, they're the ones that said we could do it. Mm-hmm. I might get a look. I might look at them. Right. Why are these other schools not like maybe there's another pandemic, mm. right? Maybe there's something new. And in a year from now, that's why I completely disagree. This is something that we're going to be going through for quite some time. Mm. Right. But you always got to work through it. Right. That, that's to me. Right. That's just how I feel. You just work through the problem and then you adapt and overcome. You just keep pressing forward. And we are not doing that. We are being held in the, this assimilation of fear and not what is in the best interest of people, because honestly, we as the numbers, uh, and I'm, again, I'm looking at sports, right? I we've all been around other people, we've all been social distancing, we've all wear the mask, hand sanitizer, we're all doing that. I've never had it. I know a lot. Of, I know people that do. I know people that have died from it, yeah. right? And again, it's like I don't know what the right answer is, but because somebody passes away, doesn't mean you stop doing what you're doing. Period. Right.
0: All right, that's a good place. We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to
1: eat some Gonna Get, food, get some mac and
0: cheese bites. We'll be right back <laughs> on Letterman Live. All right, welcome back to Letterman Live. Uh, it's a fun, casual conversation with a lot more passion than normal. As uh, the, the four of us, hey, we want a season, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've heard from so many players, we all have coaches, everybody involved in the sport that you know need it, want it, will do anything to make it happen. But it's that one deciding vote, and it's interesting. Like the, it's, I don't, I feel for Christina Johnson. President Christina, league. yeah, with I, an a yes, I feel,
1: I feel for. I always it. confuse Kristen. And Christina.
0: Yeah, it's got the A. Okay. I feel f- I feel for her because it's a difficult situation. She's not even technically the full-time president of the Buckeyes yet. Uh, I think that's August 24th is the start date. But because of what's happened, and if that uh, report is accurate, about 12 of the 14 presidents voting to cancel, and she is one of them, well, her tenure is officially <laughs> beginning Woo! with the entirety of the fan base already Coming out passionately against him. The same thing is true with Kevin Warren in year one of being the commissioner of the Awful. Big Ten. Yep. And then telling them to go light and practice today. Year one or pre year one for Ohio State's new president, you're already up against the eight ball with everyone behind you. That's just that. I don't know how you can come back from that.
1: Garbaggio. Hey, here's the deal, man. You know, you feel sorry for her. I don't, right? They mm. pay leaders well. She's making a million dollars a year to make these difficult decisions. Well, so you better have the right information before you go raising your hand that we ain't going to play football in Columbus, freaking Ohio. Right. I know that. But here's the other thing. Same thing with this guy from, uh, you know, the, the, um, the Big Ten commissioner, right? Warren from. Kevin Warren. He came from the NFL. Great. He played basketball, Penn. That's a spring sport. Just because you ran football operations somewhere doesn't mean you know the game of football or the inherent things that go along with it. Yeah, you take boxing out, be boxing out the gym, right? But is that really, truly physical contact? Have you ever been to camp? And what got me started with Warren... Was the fact that he was like, all right, it's only going to be limited to help uh, helmets only. Well, if we have that, that was his thing. That was his thing, right? It changed, right? And that was his thing. And I'm like, okay, if you got protocols in place moving forward and we want to acclimate guys wearing pads, which we all know, like you got to wear pads, right? And you need to be able to be hit and feel that. And you want to test your standard of excellence, test it early. Right. Because if you going through contact somehow through people that already have negative tests, because we've been testing everybody, give another negative test that turns into a positive while we're actually hitting each other. I'd rather know that the first week of August right. than I would two weeks later, which gets me back thinking that they, this cat already had his preconceived notion that he wanted the season canceled. Right. So, again, put all those things together. And Mike brought up a great point. People that go to school at The Ohio, Ohio State University do not know this. In in philanthropic fundraising um, profession at Ohio State, and it is a profession because people get paid money yep. to go raise money, mm-hmm. the number one seller that everybody wants – is Ohio State football, football. tickets, man. Yep. Like they got the golden key. If you go to the Med Center or you go to the James or you go to the Fisher College of Business, yeah, there's somebody gonna, that's going to drop 10 million dollars in a wheel for the engineering department. But all the ones that want to do a you know, a 5 million dollar deal also want dibs on a suite. Mm.
0: Yeah. Side right? line passes.
1: Like like that's that's how this works. Ohio State helps bring in all of Ohio State football and basketball to a small degree, helps bring in the philanthropic money that is donated back to building engineering, our architectural, the new med center. Like, that is the engine that drives it. So we can say, hey man, it's about academia. But at the end of the day, it's about the things that help drive academia. And that is the Ohio State University football program.
3: So I think it's tempting as a new president of the, the Ohio state university to come in and say we're more than just football mm. because Ohio state is more than just football it has an incredible academic program. I got two degrees incredible from here, business school, an incredible hospital, right. an incredible law school. It's an incredible school. But what Schlegel just said is true. It is run by Ohio state football. If you can't accept that Ohio state is damn near a religion, In Ohio and definitely in Columbus, then you're going to have a hard time as president because your your values aren't aligned with everybody else's value. Now, we do have to take into account all the smaller sports and all this other stuff, but those smaller sports are funded by football. (laughs) And that has always been the argument of why don't – well, if you pay Ohio State football players, can you pay other athletes? Whatever they bring in. (laughs) It's Ohio State football rolls this city. It is – what this city is you know built around is the engine around this city and that's just a fact it's not you know us putting put football on a pedestal or anything else Facts. i don't even know if that's how it is in every university Facts. that's how it is here so to not be on board with that before you've even started your job that's tough sledding
2: tough that's sled. tough sledding uh, um, again i don't i don't want her job um, i i don't want to have that decision i do Doug. you want i mean the <laughs> i just got hey if you're going to be the commissioner of the
0: college points. football how are you I can all do them both okay. man all
1: okay. gas no brakes monster energy Drinks. So, you know what I'm saying? So, just, intervi- just feed me through my vein while we're working, Doug. Mac and cheese bites. I'm with you. Oh. So my
2: thing is like for her to, to, to have to set at this helm and to realize that Ohio State is a religion and to realize that millions of dollars in the community is going to be lost without playing this season. But then has to look at it and say, Hey, look at these kids. We, we have to protect. Like it, it's one of those things where we know that the athletes will play. We know that the coaches want to go out there and, and showcase what they can do and getting these guys ready so they can further their career. Everybody is, is, is after that almighty dollar. But then it has to be and it, it has been that president or that person who's supposed to get all their feelings out of it to get all of that. You know, what I mean, rah, rah, rah out of it and the money out of it to a certain extent, because obviously she knows that her budget is going to be different when it comes down to funding oh, yeah. that university without having a program. She had to make some tough decisions. And again, I don't love it. But I can appreciate it because that's not my job. I wouldn't want to have his slag <laughs> <laughs> do, uh, might be a doctorate. it. listen, he might better do it and macaroni bites every touchdown, whatever it yeah. looks like. <laughs> but at the end of the day, man, I, I I take my hat off to the people in power there. I hope they get it right. I hope we can figure it out. I hope these conversations are are being addressed and everything is is being brought to the table and we can figure this thing out. If not, Guess what? We're going to move forward. Life goes on. And guess what? Things are going to grow. Something's going to come out of this. We might have no more Big Ten, no more SEC, and we might have just a college football landscape that, that rivals nothing, and then we're going city to city, state to state, you know, doing different type of showcases. Ca- kids are getting paid hand over foot. Some kids might not even go to uh, NFL no more after they make a good old whop yep. of money and come back and right. start another type of industry, another type of business. Things as we know it is is, is turning on its head. I like it. I like it. I want football but but I like the crisis.
1: Well, here, here, here's my thing with making quick decisions like this. And again, we don't know the behind the scenes. Right. Why do I view that we hired her as a president besides anything else? I'm not looking at her reputation. I'm looking at the fact of we are now because of this crisis and because of Zoom smaller colleges and people are having to say, I'm going to pay $20,000 a year for a degree at this so-and-so school. That is going to be eliminated. Where did she come from? She ran the colleges of New York. Yep, so I believe there were 64 colleges right. that she oversaw. That will be the model for big monster universities moving forward it's basically acquisition i'm acquiring other businesses that mean higher education universities and colleges to build my system of the ohio state so i can have more breadth as how i distribute our education program which means more money coming in right that's how that's why i think we probably hired her now if that's the case (laughs) <laughs> and that's what you do at an elite level. I would like to. I would like to think that being the leader of the Ohio State University, you called Gene Smith and said, "What is your take on this?" That really is the million-dollar question as to does Gene think we should play. And then if you had again your uh, you know your vice president, he's a VP at Ohio State, mm-hmm. say we should play. Again, you don't know football. Right? You're up there in New York. I don't know a really good football program up there. Right? Yeah. And then you're going to come here and then vote against us playing when Gene himself, and again, the head football coach, and everything that's gone into it, the numbers of the team up north, those don't lie. I guarantee you, ours are probably better. Always better. Right? And if they said, we want to play, we should play, and then she comes back and says, no, we're not, that's going to be the problem. That... Where Bill, somebody get berm on this <laughs> yeah. scooping. Let's find that out. But
0: you know, and all three of you have brought up this point about you know making money and, and you're talking about expanding the footprint. Well, nothing is gonna make more money in my mind than a television contract with Ohio State, Alabama, Clemson, Georgia. Yeah. You think that they're making money now. Well, let's eliminate the fact that Rutgers is, get, is getting $55 million from the television well, the NFL, contract.
1: The NFL makes $274 million per team. Exactly. 32 of them. Indiana,
0: boom, that's gone. Okay? You can have a basketball league. You can make a little bit of money and fund that. People love that over there. Cool. But you're talking about Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, USC, a Super League of those teams – what that television
3: contract's gonna go for? Bananas. Poof! I, there goes a the car. What? I think about. I remember. Oh, there you go. So <laughs> that's why. That's why it's inevitable. When we were, uh, I remember when I was in college, they had the 2022 schedule. I think came out yeah. that we were gonna play Oregon or yeah. something mm-hmm. like
1: that. Yeah. Well, that was this year. Was that this year? Yeah, we were supposed to play Oregon, oh, man. I went to Sam Dickens, I know, right? Well,
3: Crazy talk. And so. But everybody was so excited. We get to go play Oregon or we're going to play Texas or we're going right. to play Notre Alabama Dame, yeah. or Notre Dame. Everyone's so pumped up. Ohio State fans are pumped up. Ohio State coaches and players are pumped up. Why aren't we doing this all the time? <laughs> why are we getting so excited about this one game out of the year right. where we get to play another top team from a different part of the country when we could have that all the time? That's why it's 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 not, is this going to happen? It's when is the NCAA going to slip up bad enough that makes these presidents decide to – Link up with other top football schools to create the conference, and I think we're seeing that happen now. I think the NCAA is is panicking, and they are they're making all the wrong moves
1: to keep this conference. There's a together. movie starring starring uh <laughs> <laughs> Tom Cruise called all the it was called all the right yeah, moves, but he made all the wrong. Ones. That's the
2: bizarro <laughs> world <laughs> version, right there. When when you, when you have this discussion, it, it kind of makes me realize or, or think about my time in the NFL. I had a long career to certain standards of playing practice squad for six years in the NFL literally uh, it's been a blessing because I got my pension but when you have those guys to be able to you know or those universities and you, you I mean you got Alabama week one you got USC week two you got Notre Dame week three you are gonna be hurting okay our roster our scholarships got to go up our facilities gotta get that much better. We gotta have six years guaranteed. We gotta have health insurance. We gotta get money per game. We gotta get a bunch of stuff to be able to play that type of good competition good. all the time. The, the season's probably gonna get down to eight to ten. I mean, the, the stress on these kids' bodies are gonna be subjected to like some 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 harsh realities. Sure. And we that's what I see. I mean, the NFL, so like you know it. You know, guys are greatly impacted by that extra two to three to seven years or whatever the NFL average is of playing in that league. Limbs, knees, lower back, shoulders, I'm a testament to it. So I got my – I I know what's going on when it comes down to what the body does, what the mind does, and I love this game of football, love this sports. But at the end of the day, like the president had to do right now and, and say like the health of these kids, the health of their bodies going through that type of rigorous season, it has to attribute to dollars, compensation, health, sure. and things for their betterment off the field. So it, it, listen, it is like the world is throwing up some good madness right now. Some things has happened in our society that is, is once in a lifetime. Um, so I'm excited for all the things that, to, to bring. I, I would love to see what happens with those kids' communities from them impoverished areas after they get this type of situate. I don't know how they can tie it down and help out different areas of the country for what these universities been able to, you know, suck out of those, those, those places. Those Mm -hmm. kids are the lifeblood and they come back. Sometimes they don't come back. I just was at Buffalo, New York. You know what I mean? I looked at where I was, I grew up at. I wish I could have did more for the, for the, for the city of Buffalo, New York. At the end of the day, still being in Ohio, still knowing what this university means. It's not UB, like you said, you know, they got Syracuse and Rutgers up there, but there's no really good programs in New York. When it comes down to what you have in this short window, it is going to be magnified about what these kids are about to get themselves into, what these universities are going to get themselves into to these big old sports and these big old programs. Which is why they got to be
1: compensated from the TV rights and Mm -hmm. the money. right? Right. Because if you're going to go through a rigor of, let's just say it's 20 teams, right? And let's say you play, you know, five, six conference games and then maybe you go to the other non-conference ones, right? And you play three of those, still going to be the best on the best all the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Because that's what ratings want. People want to see good on good. And so their bodies are going to, I mean, that's the beauty of our schedule, right? Like, I mean, we got freaking Rutgers, man. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm playing a quarter. I'm playing a half. Oh yeah. Right? That's a half saved on your body. You know, and that's why, you know, like, with Master Teague being able to get all those reps, which is fantastic for J.K. Dobbins in the year that he had because it kept him healthy. He didn't have to be that workhorse all the time. But when it comes down to it, you got to go win, you know, you're part of the division in that super conference. Like, guys are going to be pushing the envelope, which is then potentially going to shorten their life cycle in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Right? So all those things got to be put in play, which is, again, with the players being able to find their voice during this time, it's going to come to a head to where either they unionize Or they say, guess what? You're not going to be able to do it without us. Therefore, we're not going to do it Mm -hmm. until these demands are met. Right for us to proceed going forward. The hardest thing is it always goes back to you're only valuable as your second best option, mm. and a lot of student athletes don't have a second best option. I know if I didn't have a scholarship coming out of high school, I had to go pay for my own my own college. Right, right? like not everybody has an opportunity to go, and so we are dependent upon a scholarship to get a degree and to play football at the next level. Mm. So everybody's staying out saying, "Hey, we're not going to do it." Right, we're going to strike. Right. Not everybody has the luxury to be able to go do that, and that is the problem for that potential u- unionizing of amateur athletes, college athletes, is going to be difficult.
3: So, I don't know if you guys So, somebody remember. has to
1: take a step and do it for them. Right.
3: Have, I don't know go if you ahead. guys remember, when I was in college, uh, I know players in the Big Ten did try to union. Yeah, Northwestern. Northwestern did, right. and we were in talks. We, were, right. we talked with uh, King Coulter about what they were doing, and... Um, about bringing that to Ohio State. I know you're excited to hear that, but but, I don't care. but it was it was a real discussion because as players you put your your you're putting your stuff on the line every single day. You're putting in so much work. You know we're up at 4:30 and we don't get to go home from study whoa, tables whoa, until whoa, whoa. 10. You are PM.
1: up at 4:30, Mike.
3: We had some workouts at 4.30. It may have been no, just a week. No, no, no. Hey, man, I no. know you know.
1: I know, I know. When when I was up, up at 4.30.
3: Oh, look at you. You just must be Hercules. We had just there by himself, huh, we Mike? We
1: 6 a.m. workouts. <laughs> 6 a.m. But still, I mean, yeah, you were there in 11. All right. right yeah, when we were at 4.30 a.m. Okay. workouts. In 2012... <laughs> We did have a week of 5 a.m.ers. Hey,
2: it felt like that was a couple before years. the rule, though. It Felt like a couple I years before the rule. That was before the rule. Was was before the rule. Oh, was there a rule?
1: Am I getting people in trouble? Well, yeah. I don't know. No, no, no I mean, you're not getting anybody getting in trouble. guess what, man? They don't pay my bills anymore. Put <laughs> David Copperfield.
3: Oh man, I think I lost my track.
1: Right, Mike, keep going. well, you're I'll, doing get you, I'll get you back
0: on it. I'm first of all, I'm glad that you didn't tell us or uh, leak it to be reported that you guys were working on this because the city might have imploded. <laughs> <laughs> if the union thing was going on in the middle of that season because there was so much attention on northwestern it was just northwestern doing yeah, it yeah. but i you know it's that's interesting cuz i never heard that you guys had any
3: i i didn't i didn't feel like it made sense for ohio state i didn't really fully understand what we were going to get out of unionizing i didn't understand fully you know just what that meant as, for amateur athletes now if we go to compensation heck yeah you need to unionize like that's that's a whole different situation right. but as amateur athletes who are getting scholarships to go to school and play football it didn't the the same problems weren't i didn't understand understand it to be frank so i think that it's possible but you to unionize you have to be workers first and and name and in rights and in compensation and we're not that yet so once we it takes steps and i think the union is going to be part of it but i think first we need to be able to accept that these student athletes are employees they're not just you know, they're not just students who decided to play a sport because they liked playing that sport and they show up for games. Like, this is, once a second it's two full-time no, jobs. No, it's real, 100%, yeah.
1: man. That was my hardest thing when I was at the Air Force Academy. I'm like, all right, I'm going to do all the military stuff. I'm going to do all the academic stuff. The other cadets, they get to go play air mural soccer, mm-hmm. right? I'm down there watching film, trying to come back, and I'm trying to gain weight. So I got some kind of locker or some kind of cooler hidden under books with ramen, like with chicken and, and milk so I could eat it at 9 o'clock at night because I'm trying to gain weight like... Why can't you just feed me, bro? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to go hit people. <laughs> it's, right? It's and that, that's real because, I mean, at Ohio State especially, and I know this. You know what? You know. I mean, you mm-hmm. have to have a high degree of discipline mm-hmm. to be able to do a eight. And, again, we train them for eight hours. I'm talking like we are to the T now. It's not 759, you know, 59. It's like eight hours. Right? <laughs> and in those eight hours, we expect everything you got. Forty-six seconds, point A to point B. That's in the off season, right? And then, the, and then the other one. Yeah, it's twenty hours. But guess what? There is no limit on time to be great. Yep. So though we might have you for twenty hours, it's also on you to put that work in. Mm-hmm. So again, that's that's more time, and time is, excuse me, finite.
3: And it's not just the time. It's okay. A that eight hours we're getting our butts kicked for yeah. eight hours. So to be like, okay, you know, I feel like people hear that and they think, oh, okay, you work out, you go play football, you study, and then you just go to school and you study there. <coughs> like you're, I mean, you're limping to class mm-hmm. and you're, just dead tired because you were up at six a.m. and you just did a three-hour lift and a right. three-hour practice. Had and two hours too, of studying. You had homework, right? You had homework. So yeah.
1: those people, are exaggerated numbers by the three hours of <laughs> lifts because there were never a three-hour hour, hour lift, and a half. Yes, hour and a half
3: lifts. Maybe what, three a hours time of, shorter. Three hours of film. Two hours of film. We had lunch in there. Film you lunch. Know what I'm
1: Practice. Please tell it's, a story. Storyteller. is trying to be careful no, no, now. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm not being careful. I'm not being careful. But I think what, what I'm trying to articulate here by by saying like the numbers, but it's very real mm-hmm. because when we when we lock you in for a two hour practice, and the two hour practice starts when you hit the field for the dynamic warm up, not necessarily the practice time, not necessarily the prehab that goes into the workout mm-hmm. to to the pr- to the practice. Like people don't see all those things, and then you get done, then you got to go back. And it actually, if you have a high GSF factor and you want to have a great degree and be above a 3.0, you got to go put work in it, mm-hmm. big work. regardless of what the degree is in. Like You got to go work at being a student. So again, you got to go talk to other people. Like You don't want to go talk to other classmates about doing a project, but you got to because your grade's dependent upon it, right? Yeah. You still got to go to class. I always had a problem because mm-hmm. I never went to class. Why? Because they wouldn't let me park wherever I wanted to. So, <laughs> and I came from the Air Force Academy and they put all the notes online. And I'm like, you mean to tell me they don't check class and they put the notes online? Poof, David Copperfield, man. I'll see you at the midterms and the finals, right? You know, but again, you got to go work at it. And so, these guys and what they do on being able to take care of their body, being able to learn their playbook, being able to watch film on themselves, being able to go to class, being able to be elite at a class. And if you look at Ohio State and our student-athletes, especially, I can only talk about football. I know it's above a 3.0 GPA, Mm -hmm. cumulatively. Like, like that's big-time ball right there. So, for those guys to be able to go and do all of that and then put that product on the field on Saturdays, like, whoa, the amount of discipline and... Mental and physical toughness that is required to do that is off the charts. Here's another one 2014 national championship. One guy that didn't, that started the year, that didn't end the year. One position quarterback, everybody else. You had to go to class. You had to take care of your body, right? You had to, you had to continue to perform at a high level so you didn't get your job taken, mm-hmm. right? That's, all things outside of the facility that take away your time to be able to go win a national championship.
3: So I want to go full disclosure real quick about my senior year because I want to say going into my senior year academically, I was right around a 3.5. And, you know, I'm talented, all that kind of stuff, but I wasn't built like some of these other people who were just built for the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I made a business decision my senior year that said, I am making football my full-time goal. And so I would go to my 8 a.m. class, and then I would go straight from there to football. And I would watch film, or I would just get in the hot tubs, cold tubs, or I'd go to the trainers, or I'd get a lift. I wouldn't usually lift extra. No, no, but, listen, listen, <laughs> uh, listen. But I, I would I go there and watch Mike. a lot of film. Um, and and I made that decision. My grade had dropped to like a 3.0. It was tough. But the whole goal was I'm going to the NFL this needs to be my full-time job, and I'm not saying everybody does that their senior year, junior year. There are plenty of guys. I mean, you hear those stories about guys who end up going to med school after after their undergraduate degree, all that kind of stuff. But at some point, you got to make a decision on on preparing for your career. People go to college to prepare for a career, mm-hmm. and football, especially at Ohio State, you're preparing for a career in the NFL, well, so. and you need to start treating that treating it that way. So. When I say that to say, from eight a.m. to ten p.m., because then we had dinner and study table, we're working. Like, working. and that's primarily, you know, a couple hours of school, but that's primarily football. And so that that time between ten p.m. and when you go to bed is when you catch up on school, and then you got to be up in six hours for football. Right. And that's day in, and that's day out. And this is, so this isn't like, this isn't some small thing where we're wondering, oh, how are these guys going to get their education as well? Like, it's part of it. That's a part of it because I, I just got my degree la- uh, yesterday and that's a huge part, a huge benefit of going to football, of playing mm-hmm. football, is you get that scholarship, you get a degree from a great university. But if anybody's on the on you know on the fence of, oh well, you know, where's the priority? It's not a question. <laughs> it's
1: not. And you know what, here's the thing though, you articulate that into the game of football. And everybody's like, oh, that's a football player. Bump that because I know for a fact there could be people that want to be the, the head opera, uh, uh, project manager or, you know, I want to be the, the vice president of marketing. And what do you do? You're going to take the project... That's going to allow you to get the best recognition for the biggest brand, Mm -hmm. or I'm going to go really put my time, energy, and effort and focus on this one project management job that I have, right, of the five that I got, because I know that's a, you know, $2.5 million, again, I'm just hypothetical, Mm -hmm. right, but I'm going to put more time, energy, and effort into that because that's going to get me recognized far greater than these other ones, Mm -hmm. and I also know of where, how, how I divvy up my time, so, Everybody that has a career, just like what Mike is talking about, you yourself do that. So don't say, oh, that's a stu- student athlete doing that and you know he's just there to play football. No, bump that. You do the exact same thing. Just want to be very, very clear about mm-hmm. that because that was a business choice for Mike. Right? It's the same thing with all of us doing our day-to-day business. Who are we calling to make sales? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, we right. do all those things. Where are we putting our time and energy and effort? And in that situation, one, Mike's saying, I already got a 3-5. I got some room to give. Mm-hmm. Right? Guess what? I'm going to go put more effort in this because I've set myself up to have an opportunity and I'm going to go do that and I still walk away with a 3.0. Because at the end of the day, do you got your degree? Yes. All right, cool.
0: Lots of business decisions to be made as we watch what's happening. Uh, Just an absolutely crazy time uh, in the history of college football. All happening really at once. Uh, Fantastic perspective. Always great to have Michael Bennett, Anthony Schlegel, and Doug Worthington give their thoughts. They've been through it. Uh, It's a tough time uh, for all of us. We're hoping for the best and that something works out But uh, I can tell you right now that there's not a lot of optimism that it will. We'll keep you posted on that, of course, all year round, uh, all day, every day at lettermanrow.com. Thanks for joining us for Letterman Live at Roosters. I'm Austin Ward. We'll see you next week.